Amidst the grounds of the Miskatonic University stands a grim archive. Within lies a collection of the darkest secrets known to mankind. But visitor beware, for what horrors lie within their pages. Can you resist their maddening call, or will you succumb to the tales from the Orna Library? Tonight's story, Long Way From Home, Part 6, The Good Doctor. Previously, our investigators began to look into the mysteries of the Paralana Spa. Orson discovered that the supposed spring water injections Dr. Weber was giving them were actually nearly pure uranium. Henry also came to this conclusion whilst studying the hot springs themselves. Louis uncovered a hidden madness in the doctor's notes whilst snooping around his quarters. While this was happening, Chuck remained blissfully unaware while Travis spent time crafting an elder sign. Orson, Louis, and Henry, now thoroughly uncomfortable with the spa, did some more snooping, cracking open a medical cabinet with a large rock. This, however, caught the attention of Cookie, the spa cook. We pick up with the trio, desperate to find a way out of the situation. Welcome back, listeners, to the Tales from the Orn Library. So, picking up where we left off, Louis, Henry, and Orson are staring down Cookie, the spa chef. He's kind of a, a small, wiry man, looks very unkempt. His, his teeth are uh, not the straightest. Um, he looks generally undesirable. And he looks at you guys... Uh, so, what is it you're, uh, what is it you're doing in here, huh? Ah, <coughs> <coughs> uh, just give me a second. Um, <laughs> I'm going to kind of huddle. Oh my God. So, are we going to huddle right here? Um, um, uh, hold on. Let me. Okay. It's just uh, crazy high, enough high to or work. Low, high or low? Low. Hi. Oh God. <laughs> Hi. I'm I'm trying to determine if I should do something. I know, I'm thinking of something pretty drastic here. Uh, okay. Okay. I am going to use Create Mist of Riley. Or however you pronounce it. Riley, early A, Riley. It's I say I tend to lean to early A because I've heard that more often, but it's up to you. Okay. I will use Create Mist of Earlier. Okay. I don't remember how that works at all. Let me just quick go consult the big book of Cthulhu. Okay. Create Mist of, of Earlier, Relay, Relay, cost two magic points, and you create a dense mist 10 feet by 10 feet by 15 feet, directly in front of the caster. Okay. Mist of Rallies, my favorite all-American diner. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I'll do that. Maybe it'll give us an opportunity to, to uh, escape or do something else drastic. Oh my gosh! 
Okay. Oh boy. Um, Benny, what are you gonna do? <laughs> I'm spooked. Okay. Well, I do that. So, um, you guys watch as Orson just kind of mutter something under his breath, does a quick hand motion, and then suddenly a fog envelops um, Cookie and the entire room in front of you. You do take to um, lose two points of magic of magic points. Okay. I'll just kind of like as this happens, uh, like tap the shoulders of the uh, the two other people with me, uh, Henry and Louis. Mm-hmm. And you, you you hear Cookie like, "What the fuck? What's <laughs> going on? Uh, do we have a do we have a clear exit? Yeah, yeah. I think I like oh." I think Henry's gonna exit. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I There's will. A... I will do the same. <laughs> also, I know we can't do this, but it would be amazing if, as an editing thing, we could put in after the fog clears. All you hear is, "Hey, you, you're finally awake." Ambient music. Oh Christ! <laughs> You'll never escape us, Jacob. I know, and that's what worries me. So. Uh, you guys have left the room. Um, it lasts for seven minutes. Oh, sweet. That's a very specific amount of time. Well, that's just what I rolled. Oh, I got you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's a not specific amount of time. <laughs> no, but you, you understand that you have at least 10 minutes to think of something. Okay. Huh. And uh, Henry, you do recognize this type of fog. Oh, this is the same fog from the Miskatonic, if you uh, recall the devil in the details. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, Okay. Now that that just clicked in my head. Mm hmm. And wait, does. Orson saw has seen the fog before, right? Yes. Yeah, he was there. Interesting. Uh, So just to clarify after we like get out of the room we're in what's what's our situation like uh everyone else is still at the spa so benoit and renee weber and chuck and travis uh you guys are just in the open uh open in the complex okay um uh, listen i i think that how we can play this off is just nothing happened. Nothing happened. We we play it like we weren't even there. Um, I'm totally down for this. I think it's uh, 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 a great idea. Also, plan Z, you know, 20, 20, however many letters later, just in case uh, we ha- we have uh, facilities that have been broken into. And that's that's not going to go away. However, we could have a possible sub- suspect go away um, and then just play it off. So, you know, if this um, if this gentleman who caught us were to go away along with um, uh, some of the products in the cabinet, <laughs> um, I'm sure all of the, uh, the, the, the the building blocks would fall into place. Uh, I, I don't know if I like what you're implying. I, I will say like Henry was probably like 3070 for shooting that guy. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Would it be first? Would it be the first time? 
How many serial killers am I working at with? At least here? one. Just the one. At least one. I counted like two, maybe three. <laughs> it's not serial until you have like. I swear to God, if that short guy is another one. But yeah, killings probably. Not on Maya. Not great. Not my top priority. Of course, of course. So about this time, since it is just a fog, uh, Cookie stumbles out and just kind of looks around wild and looks at you like, there you are. What? What was that? And, and he like stomps up close to you. What the fuck was that? We're just going to run away. Uh, <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna, what? I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to say something as he's running away. Um, we uh, we 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 thought there was we thought there was smoke, so we tried to grab a fire extinguisher, but we couldn't find one, so we had to break open the cupboard. Make? Oh my god! <laughs> oh man, I'm going to say make a fast talk roll. Oh boy, I do. <laughs> there's a lot of things. Um, okay, <laughs> well, does. well. It's your choice. Do you want to make a fast talk, charm, intimidate, or persuasion? Can I make a persuasion roll? Sure. Nice. Thank you. Um. All right. That's a sixty-three over thirty. Oh dear. <laughs> oh man. He's like, there was no fire when I entered in there. That's that mist came from one of us. How? How is that even possible? How would a mist come from one of us? I'm internally I always thinking, like, how could a miss come from one of us? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I'll tell you what. He kind of leans in a bit. Make it worth my while, and I won't tell the good doctor what you did here. I won't tell him about the cabinet. I won't tell him about the fog. I won't even tell him that you're snooping around. Um, quick interjection. Is it possible for... Henry to have circled around the building. Oh my god. And come behind Cookie. I know I'm probably gonna have to roll stealth and I'm probably gonna fail. I just wanna know if I can like have circled around the building and like, be around the corner. <laughs> oh <laughs> I'll give it to you. Make a stealth yes. roll here. Yeah. 30 sanity is one hell of a drug. <sighs> Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> Runs away, then d- does like a flank maneuver, like. Huh? Nope. Uh, that's a. Uh, it's a ninety over ten. Oh my god, that's pretty bad. That is <laughs> oh, an extreme no. failure. <laughs> We're so um, boned. <laughs> uh, so how are you approaching him? Well, I. <laughs> The vi- like, I guess I'm gonna like approach him in like the very cliche, um, just like very deliberate, very extreme tiptoe, <laughs> <laughs> like the slapstick kind of dude. Tip- I'm dying tip-toeing. over here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I'm just gonna and I'm gonna try to find like the eyes of Orson and uh, Louis. And I'm just gonna make a head bonking motion at them. <laughs> and uh, that is when um, Cookie turns around and he's like, "Which?" Oh, I just stopped in my tracks, and I just and I look and I look to um, Orson and Louie and just make the head bonk <laughs> motion. <laughs> oh my god! Listen, listen. 
I don't, I'm not even sure if I want to ask this anymore. Oh my God. But you pay up, pay me twice my wage, and I won't tell any of this. You fuckers are weird, and I don't want anything to do with you cunts. Is, is so he- the sooner you leave, the better. So pay me 50 pounds, and my lips will be sealed. I, Deal? I have US dollars. <laughs> uh, is, is he paying attention to them or me? Oh my god. All three of you. <sighs> hey, you failed the stealth. I did fail do, the stealth. Do I have know? do I have pounds? Because I, I would have enough money to give him. I would say you um you would have visited a money exchange at some point. Okay. I, I could pay him then. Just to okay. get it over with. I'll hand over the money. Well, pleasure doing business with you. I'll see you fellas at dinner. And then he walks off, shaking his head and whatnot. Just so you guys know, this is what happens when you don't take a bath with me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Well, this was about the least profitable exchange that I've had in a very long time. The the, the worst trade deal in the history of trade deals. Maybe Maybe ever. ever. (laughs) Maybe ever. Um, I I know I wasn't su- very succinct back there, but could none of you have picked up a rock and just done uh, what needed to be this, done there? The, Henry, I I don't know this side of you. Uh, why? I, I I don't see why we needed to maim or possibly kill him. I I think we could have, you know, gotten some useful information out of him that he might not have otherwise given freely. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I'm just spitballing very deliberately and very, well, not deliberately, but. Well, uh, if if I can uh, uh, interject here, I'm not saying anything, but, you know, I just, uh, I'm glad that we all know where we're all sleeping tonight and uh, that he's probably sleeping somewhere close to us as well. This this is uh this is valuable knowledge if ever I've received it. Okay, wait, it. hold on. Are we still literally <laughs> contemplating killing him? <laughs> Why? <laughs> I, <laughs> this seems unnecessary. I got a bloodlust that only Cookie can satisfy. <laughs> Welcome to the party of murder hobos, featuring <laughs> Steven Anderson and Colin DeYoung. <laughs> Hey, so wait, so you guys sent away the cop and then contemplated murder while I was yes. gone. Wow. Yes. It's the Aaron, perfect this crime. Is, this is what happened. When the cat's away, the mice will play. I will say, I will say, I never mentioned murder. I just mentioned interrogation. It was on the, it was on the heels of the interrogation. That's okay? what I was saying. We didn't have to <laughs> kill him. I just saying, you know, just oh, and tie him up somewhere and just... Well, Ask some questions, you know? We have a ton of that thick water <laughs> in case it goes bad. What's the cook gonna know? Like, more than us. Why? Wait, here, okay, here's the real question. Why was the cook in the clinic? That, hmm. You know, that's, that, that, that's actually a great question. Maybe it's because you broke a wooden cabinet with a rock. <laughs> yeah, not gonna lie, it's kind of loud. <laughs> you know, wait, I hadn't, wait, I hadn't considered that. I didn't, I didn't really cross my mind on that one. <laughs> you know, Orson, you, you make a great point. We shouldn't be 
incapacitating and interrogating the cook, we should just go to the doctor and do all of that instead. Now, wait. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold up. Wait, that's illegal. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about this. Maybe, maybe we should go get uh, Chuck. Maybe he can lend some uh, intimidation. That's a that, that, that's a great idea. However, he doesn't seem convinced that there's anything wrong with this place. Does he need a reason to intimidate somebody? <laughs> I don't. I haven't known him for very long, but I mean, does he need a reason? This is. I. I mean, I haven't known him for very long either, but this this may be the case. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I say we we keep everyone informed. I also want to see meteorites at some point, so that would be a good idea. All right. Anything I was going to do, or um, can we time skip? I think time skipping is fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. So time passes and um, dinner comes all throughout the meal. Cookie gives the three of you very strong side eyes. And then Weber stands up once again at the end of the meal. And he's like, well, I think this has been a very productive and a very restorative day. And I look forward to working with you all tomorrow. Now, enjoy the rest of your night, get some sleep, and we'll start back again in the morning. And he walks off towards his quarters. Hmm. Maybe he should have replaced those thick waters in his desk drawer. Oh. Um, so are we all together? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so... What, what is the plan here? How long are we planning on staying here? Regardless of what we think about the place. Um, I have no particular ties to this place. I already got my photos. I'm ready to move. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess there's not much more to, uh, to know about this place, I don't think. Uh, I think you, you know what to bring back to your, uh, your friend who regrew his arm. Some knowledge of what might have happened here. Yeah. Also, speaking of regrowing arms and crazy fucking things happening, um, did you really just emit, like, an entire sea's worth of smoke or whatever mist straight out of your ass? Like, what what happened? So, um, yeah, you guys are all here, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, you guys are all back together at the uh, patient's I, accommodation. Can we, um, can we, like, retroactively say that I filled everyone in on kind of what happened? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that works. Okay, cool. Um, well... You see, after the uh, the uh, encounter that we had at the Miskatonic, I spent most of my free time researching anything I could about the occult, as well as my research in weather patterns. Uh, I believe that there is some scientific explanation for how all of this works, and it is my current confoundment on... I, I do not know how I can do it, other than saying a few key words and some hand gestures. In short, I, I've learned a, uh, a spell, as some call it. Ah, uh, and just to clarify, um, you said the occult? Because, um, I'm sorry, you said the occult? What does that have to do with everything? Uh, long story, but, uh... There are a few of us who have 
encountered some very strange things. Oh boy. Um, well, at least I have my camera. I'll just drop that conversation. Not sure if everyone's crazy or if if you're telling the truth. Or if we're just gaslighting you. I'm being gaslit. Have you seen Henry? Like... <laughs> <laughs> Henry just, like, looks at, at Louis and he just makes the head bonking motion. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say you just did, like, the slow nod again. Oh, the slow nod! I should have done that slow nod. I forgot about it. So is there anything else you want to do before you hit the sack? Uh, uh, not on my part. Chuck kind of wants to berate them for being such fucking idiots <laughs> for, first of all, failing to properly break into something and then making an absolute mess with the cook. It's okay. No heart. Is it? Foul. Listen, it was, it was them who wanted to tie him up and interrogate him. I just wanted to get out. Did you even learn anything? No. Nope. Travis, anything you want to do? Um, honestly, not that I can think of. Okay. You've just been quiet for a while, so I thought I'd include you. I appreciate it. I will do one thing. Um, I'm going to ask everyone... All right. Does everyone here feel uncomfortable with this place? Yeah. There's there's just things that we don't know about it, why it works. That That's what makes me uneasy. <sighs> well, if you guys wanted help, you should have asked. So, I'm going to be helping you now. Because clearly you're uncomfortable, and I got to hold your hands now. <laughs> also, who uh, shot me? Am I right? Uh, I'm kind of curious. No, we don't it. need to bring up that bag of worms now. Orson's <laughs> not concerned. Um, can I actually go to the cook's room? It's nighttime, right? Oh, yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ. I'm going to go to the cook's room, see if it's empty. No, the light's on. It appears that someone's in there. Okay. Um, Is there anything glass near me? <laughs> oh my like a bottle? God. Nope. Nope. All right, uh, I'm going to go to sleep. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that was the quiet I could, sense, I could sense the hesitation in Jacob's voice. Nope, nope, there's nothing nearby. <laughs> I wasn't going to kill anybody. <laughs> I you wanted to scare money. me. <laughs> so is everyone else going to bed then? Yeah, Chuck is going to bed and he's going to do it grumpily. <laughs> While saying just a whole bunch of stuff under his breath, just God fucking just have to freaking marrying and bring Jag didn't have to assault a man blue shits. Um yeah. Oh uh Orson and Chuck um heal two more points of wow, damage. Bad. Dang, I'm I think I'm at full now. Nope, I'm I'm okay. one away from full. Alright. So the night falls and um, somewhat either restlessly or restfully, you all fall asleep. So a couple hours pass, and I would like everyone to make a listen roll. Ooh. Okay. Um, Chuck got a 33 under 50. Damn. Okay. Louie got a 21 under 60. Uh, Orson got a 45 over 40. Travis rolled a 39 over 20. 
Henry rolled a 24 over 20. Dang. Oof. Damn. So that, Orson, you didn't, you got over, right? Correct. Okay. So Louie and Chuck, the two of you are um, awoken from your sleep by the bleating of a sheep. Oh. Uh-oh. And you hear a human voice saying, shh, it's all right. No need to fear. You peer out a window and you can, you see Dr. Weber leading a sheep by a leash. And he's kind of looking around. He's, he's looking real. You don't need to make a psychology roll. He's looking real suspicious. <laughs> leading a goat to a hot spring in the middle of the night. Damn. Yeah, that's, that's super sus. This is this is leading to a very, very, very strange porno. <laughs> <laughs> At least take the goat to dinner first. Someone order a pizza. <laughs> okay, I am uh I am now very interested. I'm I'm morbidly curious now. I'm gonna grab my Lee Enfield and sling it over my shoulder and then I'm gonna sneak out. Okay. And investigate. Hey Lou, uh do you want me to come with you? Oh shit! Oh oh god, where'd you come from? I woke up too. How could I not miss a a sheep? I mean, after the other night, how could anyone miss a sheep? Yeah, uh, want to go check this out with me? Sure, but uh, if you're going to sneak around, I don't know if I can follow as well. That's a good point. Uh, I mean, I am a big guy. If you want, uh, I can scout ahead and then signal you when it's good. Uh, sure. It sounds like a sting I did back in 17. Uh-huh. Go ahead. <laughs> Way to make an awkward silence. <laughs> um, so in game awkward. terms, uh, basically, Louis, you are giving him a, a bonus die for his stealth roll. Oh, okay. So, Louis, uh, if you want to make a stealth roll at first. Gotcha. I shall. It's a 47 under 80. Okay. So, uh... 24, so I get to roll it again. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, 14. Wow. Ooh, wow. Okay. My man. So, um, Louie, you follow him for a good couple meters. He keeps looking around, and at one point, you know, he, it almost looks like he spots you, and he stops for a second, and then he keeps going, and eventually you find a spot where you can signal Chuck, who surprisingly actually makes his makes his way quietly to you. And you guys follow him for about another 50 yards out from the main complex. Start hearing a generator hum, and you see another small kind of dugout-shaped corrugated iron building, and it is covered with a flywire mesh that kind of crackles that you determine to be electrified. He takes a second to look around, picks up the sheep, throws it into the dugout, screams and then you hear like a and it's silenced and he leans in and you you watch him um do something that you can't really see he stuffs something into a bag and starts heading back ah uh, what the fuck holy shit and um as he walks past you you hear like a clink of a glass coming from the sack glass 
that's pretty I'm gonna check the spa or the spring you're gonna you're gonna go to the dugout I'm sorry what did I say I got my words all mixed up I'm sorry <laughs> yeah I'm gonna go check it out okay Chuck are you following uh yes okay so you guys make your way to the dugout and you peer over the electric fence and I would like both of you to make a sanity roll as you see this horrific amorphous mass with dozens upon dozens of eyes and tendrils that are still pulling apart the sheep and some of the eyes make eye contact with you holy Uh, shit make a sanity roll I got an 81 (laughs) over 52 I got a 26 under 30. Okay, Chuck, you had a little lighter load this time. You lose only four sanity. Okay. Oh, I don't like where this God, is going. I'm going to die. Louie, oh. you lose 13. Oh, oh, oh. oh my God. Jeez. Oh, That's not oh good. Oh my God. And I would like you to make an intelligence roll. Oh God! Uh, both of us? <laughs> Just Louis. You, you, you were under the threshold. I feel like succeeding okay. this is bad, uh, but I got a fifty-one or fifty-three under eighty. Alrighty. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> um, so first off, Chuck, you jump back in fear and you let out a, a scream, and Louis, you drop your gun. <sighs> Which discharges. Oh. oh. If you, I swear to God. It doesn't hit anyone as far as you're aware. But you feel drawn to this entity. Oh. You find yourself almost against your will, moving closer. Your hands grip the electrified fence, and you take. Does the gunshot wake um, us up, by the way? Oh, yeah. In the scream, yeah. You take one point of damage from the electrified fence. Ugh. But Chuck, you watch as Louie starts to try to climb the fence to get into this dugout. Uh, I'm going to try and pull him off. Um, I'm going to grab him by his shoes specifically. Okay. And like try to pull him like you're going to maybe hit your face. Not going to lie. Um, Real quick. Am I still making intelligent decisions? Oh, no, I have complete control of your character at this point. Oh, oh fuck. Oh, that, that's okay. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, fuck. So, Chuck, if you're going to do that, I want you to make an opposed strength roll with me. Okay, then. Louis, uh, what's your strength? 55. Okay. 40, even. Okay. He got an 11. Oh. How? Which is a better Dang. success. So you start to pull him, and he yanks free. And uh, he's about halfway up the fence now. Um, take two more points of shock oh, damage. Oh. As you like, you feel your body pulsing with this electricity, but you have to get into that dugout. You have to see it. You have to touch it. Oh no, <laughs> Chuck! You get you get another shot. Hmm. I need to. I need, okay. Um. Can I knock him out with the butt end of my gun? Don't hurt me. <laughs> yeah, you can try. I accidentally kill him. <laughs> I'm at six. What's your, uh, Louis, what's your health? 
Six. <laughs> you can you can declare non-lethal damage. Well, I'm trying to knock him out, so I assume yeah, that that'd not, be non-lethal. Yeah, non-lethal. So I want to try and knock him out with the button of my gun, non-lethally. Okay, make a melee attack roll. I'm gonna make a dodge. Am I even good in melee? I'd like to non-lethally shoot him in the back. <laughs> You're like a kidney. <laughs> Fuck you. 39. Under 45. Okay. Let me look at Louis' dodge. Okay. You got the better success. Yes. So you managed to, you don't knock him out, but you managed to hit him off of the fence. Oof. And so, Louis, you are now on the ground. Oh, and you're angry. Oh, boy. He's trying to stop you from seeing this thing, this glorious thing. And you look over and see your rifle. Oh, fuck. And you start crawling quickly towards your rifle. Um, oh, fuck. What are you going to do, Chuck? Oh, I'll do roll damage, by the way. So that's going to be a D6 plus your damage bonus. Oh, that could just straight up kill me. That, that might. <laughs> I mean, it's not lethal. It's not lethal. A D6 plus what? Plus your damage bonus, which I think is zero. Uh, that's a five then. Oh, ah. You, you, so, yeah, you got him real good. But um, are you sure I didn't knock him out? <laughs> no, not yet. He has to be a zero to. I'm at one health. <laughs> I'm at one health. Yeah. <clears throat> but this is these are superficial wounds. They're not. Yeah, it's not major. All right. Yeah. But he keeps crawling towards his his Lee Enfield and he puts his hands on it. Well, uh, would I be faster than him? Oh, what, are you, what are you planning on doing? I want to see if I can like he's on the ground crawling towards his gun, correct? Mm-hmm. I want to see if I can get some handcuffs on him. OK. Hmm. Do you have handcuffs on you? I mean, I'm a cop. Let me. Hmm. Would that be a luck roll to see if I have handcuffs on me? Yes, that would be a luck roll. Uh, because, I mean, you don't you, just because you're a cop doesn't mean you take your handcuffs everywhere. True. All right. By the way, I don't, I don't know if it's worth mentioning, uh, Jacob, but the Lee Enfield, you can attack once every other round with it. Gotcha. All right. Rolling luck. Uh, 54 under 70. Okay, yeah, so you, you grabbed your handcuffs because he was looking suspicious and you thought, I have this in my back pocket if I need yeah. it. I would like you to make then... Uh, do I want you to make a dexterity to grab him first? Yes, okay, I want you to make a dexterity um, opposed with Louis. This is where I start, like, failing because I have a terrible dexterity. This is going to go one way or another. I will say, though, the advantage of the Lee Enfield is that it does quite a bit of damage, even if you can only use it once every other round. 43 under 48. Okay. <sighs> you succeed. You t- um, you tackle onto him and wrench his arms back and cuff his arms. Um, and he's struggling and he's like squirming to try to get towards the dugout again. And at this time, I'm assuming everyone woke up and went to go see what the commotion was, right? Yes. Orson, Travis? Yes, definitely. Yep. Okay. So at this time, Chuck, you kind of take a second to take a breather and look and see everyone is standing around you. The Dr. Weber is running up. 
what the hell is going on here? And he looks at you and looks at the dugout and he's like, oh God. I don't know what happened, but we looked in there. I saw that thing again. You looked in there? And after we both saw it, I guess I'm maybe used to it or something, but Lou here started grabbing the electric fence and he was getting violent. So I detained him. Get out. Leave right now. What? What's going on? Why? What? Leave now. What's over there? The thick water. Would you like to take a look? Hmm. I'm going to start backing up at this point away from him. Mm-hmm. And um, he starts backing up towards the dugout. And I'm going to make a quick roll. Give me a hot sec to find his stats. Oof. Okay. As he backs up, he reaches for Chuck's gun, but doesn't grab it. Um, visibly plain for everyone to see. Note he My gun? I have my gun on me. Yeah, and he's reaching. He tried to reach for oh, it. Oh, okay. But he, he keeps backing up towards the fence. Do you want to take a look? Do you want to see the miracle, the genesis of the thick water? Oh, I've seen quite enough, and uh, I'm going to pull my gun on him. Yeah, so he so he tried to reach for Chuck's gun, right? Correct. I'm going to shoot him. All right. Let me go to his stat block again. Oh, dear. Stuff's getting real. This time you actually intend to shoot him. I'm still crazed, right? Like, I'm still trying to watch or, like, get to this thing. Oh, yeah, you're 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 like exorcist level cursing at um, Chuck right now. Oh, boy. Quick, use the elder sign and power of whatever God compels you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Henry, make a firearms roll. <laughs> now it's not going to work. Oh, yeah, no, you're not going to hit him. That is a 17 under 40. Ooh. Um, And he rolled an 18. You got a better success. Dang. Roll your damage, Ooh, my boy. friend. Clickety clack. The dice attack. That is a six. You hit him right in the gut and he stumbles back. Um, and uh, jolts a bit as he touches the electric fence. And he pulls out a knife from his pocket. And he's like, all right. You want to go that way then? After all I've done for you and your friends. Very well. And it's time or combat. Um, so who? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Louis goes first with a 75 dexterity. Dang. Followed by um, Henry is 60. Chuck is 48. 50. 35. Okay, so first is Louis, followed by um, Dr. Weber. Then it is Henry Orson Chuck, Travis. 
I forgot combat was a thing that could happen. <laughs> this this game is like uh, Call of Cthulhu is just so story driven. I know that mm-hmm. combat just feels like a afterthought. But I mean, it, it it it's still fun. It's kind of something to dread, honestly. Yeah, because yeah. super lethal, <laughs> crazy lethal. We're actually human. Lethal's my middle name. Henry Lethal Morrison. All right, uh, Louis is first. Um, he is going to try to make an attempt to buck you off of him, Chuck. Uh, so that's going to be a strength, uh, post strength. All right. 64, exactly on 64. Um, he got an 18. You are taken aback by Weber pulling out a knife and enough that he manages to buck you off and it, uh, manages to scramble to his feet. But that is as far as he gets. Um, and now it's Weber's turn. He is going to bend down and grab the Lee Enfield and is going to quickly reload it. And that is his turn. So, Henry. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pull the hammer back on my revolver and I'm gonna go for a second shot. All right. Don't fail me now. <laughs> We're having such a good time. <laughs> That's an 80 over 40. Ugh. Oh, all right. Yeah, he manages to dodge out of the way. He looks back at you with just a, a seething glare. Um, Orson, it's your turn. Okay. Um, well, I do have a revolver that I could use. I I don't I don't know if I necessarily want to do it because there's like three guns out right now. Uh, I think I will uh, hold uh, Louie down so that way Chuck can be of more help because he's more of a combat centric figure. Okay. Uh, make a strength roll for me then okay. as opposed by Louie's strength. Oh. That's not too good. That is a 58. Okay. Uh, You do not hold him down. He just shakes you off and keeps at his pace. Okay. All right, Chuck. I'm also going to take a shot at the good doctor, the bad doctor at this point, actually. Um, Wow. That's seven under. uh, That's a hard success. No, that's an extreme success. What's your uh... 10? Yeah, that is an extreme success. You um, because it was an extreme success. Yes, that will do maximum damage. All right. Be- just because thinking about it, you know, you've got um, as extreme success would mean you hit real good. So like headshot level good. So what's the max damage of your pistol? 10. 10. Yeah. How do you want to end the good doctor's life? You know, why not just a good old fashioned right between the eyes? Okay. So you get him right between the eyes. And he stops for a second. And then blood just kind of pools down his forehead. And then he just collapses. His brain splattered all behind him. And at that time... Louie makes another jump at the dugout, hits the electrified fence, takes one damage, and falls unconscious. Oh! And with that, the good doctor is dead. Dang. That escalated quickly. Uh, you, you hear a scream behind you from Renee, 
as the three other people have obviously made their way out of their accommodations and look at the carnage in front of them. Um, Chuck, you might want to handle this. You're the, uh, the law. Oh, dear. Yeah, you got it. Evening, nurses. <laughs> Tell me, do you know, did you know what your doctor was doing here? No, it, it seems he never told us the secrets of the, uh, thick water. Yeah, I'm, don't look in there. I don't know what it was, I don't know what that thing is, but whatever it is, is not natural and definitely not good. Um, I don't know, out of character, I don't know if they have a phone or anything, or where the nearest police station would be. There is a telegraph. Hmm. Uh, alright. Um, I suggest to you that you make a, you make a telegraph to your nearest police station and, uh, get some more professionals out here, alright? Oui. Oui. And they just kind of back up looking at you terrified. Um, and as that happens, you guys can see a couple tendrils rising up from the dugout and then touching, trying to sneak through the, the wire and then being zapped and um, stopping back in. It appears it's trying to reach for the body of Dr. Weber. Um, also, those who have not yet made a uh, seen this thing, make a quick sanity check. It's not going to be as extreme as the others, but please make a sanity check for me, please. All right. And we have to beat our current, right? Correct. Great. Yep. That's a fail. Mm-hmm. Mine is also a fail. Uh, that's a that's a fail for me. Oof. All right, everyone. Henry, you lost three. Or uh, Travis, you lost two. And Orson, you lost two as well. Hey. Whoa, I'm a madman. Sorry, I got overly excited. So here you stand, the body of Dr. Weber lying on the ground, his blood mixing in with the cool outback dirt as something desperately reaches for him from the dugout. And that is where we will end our session tonight. thank you for listening to our strange story tonight, and we hope it gave you chills and thrills alike. Join us next time for part seven of Long Way From Home, Gone Walkabout. Follow us on social media. We are Tales from the Orn Library official on Facebook and at Orn Library Pod on Twitter. Additionally, you can visit our website at talesfromtheornlibrary.com, where you can view all the handouts used in the show thus far. And until next time, remember, the library is always open.